Welcome to the Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of therandyreport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community and its allies. In this week's headlines, Cal Penn, star of the Harold and Kumar movie franchise, casually came out this week as he mentioned celebrating his 11th anniversary with his fiancée. The U.S. State Department has issued its first passport with an ex-gender marker. Pose star Billy Porter has released his Ready for Realness memoir, Unprotected. And the new web series, The Disappointments, features gay men hitting the midlife reset button. All that and more in this episode of The Randy Report. Penn of the Harold and Kumar film franchise casually came out as gay during an interview with CBS Sunday Morning while promoting his new memoir, You Can't Be Serious. In the interview, Penn spoke about his 11-year relationship with fiancé Josh, sharing, we had our 11th anniversary in October. Noting how casual he was in sharing his relationship with readers, Luke Burbank of CBS Sunday Morning asked about the ease with which he was coming out. To which the Sunnyside actor said, When you're the son of Indian immigrants who says that you want to be an actor, the chaos that that creates in your family and your community will trump anything else always. He added, I discovered my own sexuality relatively late in life compared to many other people. There's no timeline on this stuff. People figure their shit out at different times in their lives, so I'm glad I did when I did. He expanded on this as he answered fans' questions for a Reddit Ask Me Anything on Monday, November 1st. When one user asked Penn why he'd waited until now to come out, and if he'd consider doing it sooner, the star was happy to explain. He said, Josh and I have been together for 11 years, and like my parents, he doesn't love attention. So it was a tricky dance that I know many couples do, out of respect to their partner's privacy, on how much of their lives to share and win. He also spoke of the pride he felt advancing the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell while working at the White House during the early Obama administration as the White House Office of Public Engagement's associate director for over a year. In another interview, this time with People magazine, Penn acknowledged his coming out may be new to some, but he's, quote, always been very public with everybody I've personally interacted with whether it's somebody that I meet at a bar, if Josh and I are out, or we're talking to friends, he told People magazine. He added, I'm really excited to share our relationship with readers, but Josh, my partner, my parents, and my brother, four people who I'm closest to in the family are fairly quiet. They don't love attention and shy away from the limelight. In his memoir, Penn details his first date with Josh and being shocked that his future partner, A, arrived at his apartment with an 18-pack of Coors Light, and B, instantly switched the TV to watch NASCAR. He recalls, I thought, this obviously is not going to work out. I have one day off from the White House, and this dude is unironically watching cars go around and making left turns. Next thing you know, it's been a couple of months, and we're watching NASCAR every Sunday. I'm like, what is happening? 
I wanted the reader to enjoy the love and the humor through all of those stories. Penn was most recently the host of Cal Penn Approves This Message on Freeform and currently hosts Money Hungry on the Food Network. His memoir, You Can't Be Serious, comes out Tuesday, November 2nd. The U.S. State Department has issued its first passport with an X gender marker, which denotes that someone is neither exclusively male nor female. It marks a milestone for non-binary and intersex Americans who, according to the Williams Institute at the UCLA School of Law, are estimated to make up 1.2 million and 4 million people. An increasing number of intersex, non-binary, and gender non-conforming people have come out in recent years, but most of them have been unable to obtain IDs that accurately reflect who they are because of a patchwork of state laws. The State Department says it expects to be able to offer the X designation to more people early next year. Jessica Stern, the United States Special Diplomatic Envoy for LGBTQ Rights, says the moves were historic and celebratory, adding they bring the government documents in line with the lived reality that there is a wider spectrum of human sex characteristics than is reflected in the previous two designations. Stern added, when a person obtains identity documents that reflect their true identity, they live with greater dignity and respect. The State Department announced in June that it was moving toward adding a third gender marker, but said it would take time because it required extensive updates to its computer systems. A department official said the passport application and the system update with the X designation option still have to be approved by the Office of Management and Budget, which approves all government forms before they can be issued. Social Security survivors' benefits are now available, finally, to same-sex spouses and partners after being denied to them for years based on old bans on gay marriage. Under the Biden administration, the Department of Justice and the Social Security Administration announced that they withdrew appeals filed by the then-Trump administration in two class-action lawsuits related to Social Security survivors' benefits for same-sex partners and spouses. Thousands of same-sex couples, however, were refused the benefits amid requirements that they be married for a minimum of nine months. Lambda Legal filed two class-action suits on behalf of surviving spouses and partners in 2018, saying many Americans were unable to marry because of bans on gay marriage or they weren't able to be married for the nine-month period after marriage equality laws were passed. In one case, Michael Eli married his partner James Taylor immediately after Arizona allowed same-sex couples to wed. They'd been together for 43 years, but Taylor died of cancer six months later, leaving Eli a few months short of the requirement to get survivor's benefits. In another case, Lambda Legal filed a suit on behalf of Helen Thornton, who was in a relationship with Marge Brown for 27 years. Brown died in Washington State in 2006, before same-sex couples could get married. When Thornton applied for Social Security benefits in 2015, just before she turned 60, she was denied. Federal district courts in Arizona and Washington ruled in both cases last year that excluding those like Eli and Thornton from survivors' benefits was unconstitutional. 
but Donald Trump's administration filed appeals to both decisions, and it wasn't until the Biden administration withdrew those appeals that all of the obstacles were finally removed from their path. Billy Porter, who won an Emmy Award for Best Actor in a Drama for his role in Pose and scored a Tony Award and Grammy Award for his role in the Broadway musical Kinky Boots, has built his career on blending theater excellence, gospel grandiosity, and reading for filth realness, all through the instrument of his powerful and expressive voice. All of this is vividly on display in his new memoir, Unprotected, wherein he shares the deep wounds that he struggled to heal throughout his charismatic career. Writing about his early years, Billy shares the darkness and the light of his childhood, such as when he describes first seeing The Wiz on the same day that a lesbian teacher introduced him to the concept of a stage musical. This was as he was growing up in Pittsburgh's Hill District, where he attended a homophobic Pentecostal black church that was the place where he first learned his deep devotion to performance. In Unprotected, Porter is just as unfiltered on the page as he is in life. Early in the book, he writes, Here I am, all these decades later, at the height of my life and career, covered in all my personal trauma. Little is held back, and he never shies away from raw emotion. He's direct, writing about not being accepted by his church, and that bluntness applies as well to his journey seeking peace of years of sexual abuse by his stepfather in his early years. In a particularly sharp memory, he recalls confronting his mother about that abuse, expressing his rage and horror while still feeling empathy for a woman who he says did not have the tools needed to protect him. Billy also reflects on career highs and lows, like finding himself filing for bankruptcy after early successes, such as making his Broadway debut in Miss Saigon and his formidable turn as Teen Angel in Greece. Lost in the wilderness, as he puts it, he memorably dubs the period his Millennium Kuncho era. The New York Times gushes about Unprotected, writing, This is not just a memoir, saints. This is a testimony. He is telling a story and he is spilling the tea and he is working through deep wounds in pursuit of a clear path to a full experience of personhood. While some might wish he would lean a bit more into the gospier aspects of his stardom, Billy clearly wanted to serve up more than just a happily ever after. At one point, he writes, My art is my calling, my purpose, dare I say, my ministry. Unprotected is now available from all major booksellers, including Amazon. The Disappointments from creator Rich Burns is a new web series about three middle-aged gay best friends trying to figure out how to live their best lives. The comedy-drama series explores a pivotal issue people face as they navigate their 50s. What do you do when you realize that time is running short, the road behind you is longer than the road ahead, and your job, your marriage, your relationship with your kids, your life has not turned out at all the way you had hoped and planned when you were young? In development since 2018, The Disappointments is based in part on actual events. Writer, director, and series star Rich Burns writes in a statement, A few of us were at dinner reminiscing about a friend, a gay producer who, depressed and struggling with money and career setbacks, had recently and tragically taken his own life. 
we had other acquaintances who had done the same thing all within the past few years. These were people in their late 40s and early 50s, all of them feeling helpless about how their lives had turned out. At the same time, we had friends at whom we marveled. These were people who had recognized that the paths they had chosen for themselves when they were just kids out of school were not going to pan out. They needed new dreams, new careers, new lives. And so, well into their 40s, they bravely shook things up and reinvented themselves, finding happiness and success as a result of the changes they made. Both of these are the very different approaches to the same dilemma, and out of this, the disappointments was born. The Darkly comic series features gay people in their 50s who suddenly find themselves standing in a room, looking at all their belongings, their careers, their unhappy personal lives, their reflection in the mirror, and asking, how did this get to be my life? As Rich Burns says, disillusioned, disappointed, and the clock is ticking. He also adds, though, that in the disappointments, the characters take action, most of it ill-advised, some of it straight-up disastrous, all in the hopes of turning their disappointing lives around. In addition to Burns, the series features Gede Watanabe, James Campbell, and Trevor LaPaglia. Steve Kubine and Rich Burns both shared the directing duties. The first three episodes of The Disappointments will be available to stream on YouTube for free beginning Monday, November 8th. I'll have a link in the show notes. You can view the newly released trailer for The Disappointments at therandyreport.com. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news and a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you would share it with your friends. I like to think of The Randy Report as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember you can find me every day on the internet at therandyreport.com, where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community and its allies. Thanks for listening, folks. Take care of yourselves. And I'll see you next time.